Welcome to Tuesday Night Chats, Tell It Like It Is with, uh, Tell It Like It Really Is with Dr. B.J. Baker, Alfonso uh, uh, Maritone Yamat, and Michael Hill. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah, you got it right, it's Hill. Uh, tonight we're going, to we're going to continue to talk about uh, kingdom finances. We're going to talk about kingdom uh, prosperity and kingdom wealth. And last week when we uh, stopped off, we had a question that you were going to start with. So uh, why don't you go ahead? We had a question. Someone else asked the question for me to answer. Okay, well, you, asked the, ask the yeah, you asked the question and then you answer it. So we had several questions, but the one I think that we're talking about is women. Okay, here, here is the deal. Okay, I want you to hear this. Here it is. We have this man on our program. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Lord. Lord have mercy. So we're going to be talking about women in business. Whoa, whoa, is like that? <laughs> I, I, want, I want you to know I'm something about up. the Tell It Like It Is program. It's, it's hosted by uh, the Laughing Doctor. So if you don't like laughter, you shouldn't be here, okay? We should have plenty uh, of fun tonight. Yes, we, we are going to talk about women. We are going to talk about women. In business. In, in business. In business. Okay. So, um, okay. Uh, first of all, I, I, what, one of the things that I want to say is this. Many times what happens is this, is that people get into business and they say it's a kingdom business and it's about kingdom business, but it's not really. It's theirs that they have, that they run, and then they tag a kingdom uh, sign on it. When you own, when you have a kingdom business and when you are part of the kingdom, you realize that everything belongs to the king. Amen. Okay, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. You own nothing. And you owe nothing, but you get to use everything. Everything. And so uh, in, in, in that, one of the things is, is that it should keep people from being cheap, stingy, and uh, 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 hoarding. Because you live with an open hand. He's the one that puts it in, and whatever it is that he wants to take out and, and transfer, he gets the opportunity to do that. And we've misunderstood what stewardship was about. We think stewardship is about ownership that we get to make all the decisions and all the choices. Well, I have to be a good steward, but I don't like these people, and I don't think they're doing what they're supposed to do with what it is that they're doing whatever it is. And then uh, God says that he wants you to do this he wants you to release this to this person but because you judge that this person is not worthy then you disobey god and how do you know if god wanted to train somebody or to te teach uh test someone or to teach someone something and you're getting in the way because you won't do with his property what he wants done and so we're going to talk about that also but we're going to start out talking about women uh, and, and it's one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> the business and women. I mean, um, you know, Proverbs 31 says everything there needs to be learned about a woman. And a man also. 
Well, the second, again, yeah, you're absolutely right. I taught on the Proverbs 31. A man, a man has to accept Proverbs 31. And it's not about really acceptance. It's about recognizing what we are to each other in every single relationship, regardless of the circumstances. We have to have that respect for each other that's called out in, in, in by Paul to have that respect for each other. Um, it's not called overbearance. It's not called threatening. It's not called, you know, uh, a leveraging or a, or a, you know, to the moon, Alice. It's not called that. It's called respect. Yes. And um, too many people think that respect requires someone's subjectiveness. Mm -hmm. And that's not the truth. Most, I, I don't like the word most, but there are men that think women should be subject to them. And there are women that think men should be subject to them. There are business owners that think everybody that works for them should be subjected to them. There are pastors that think all of their parishioners should be subject to them when that's not the way God called it. God called the pastors to be a shepherd. And a shepherd can guide sheep, but he can't tell a sheep what to do. That's right. He can guide them to rest and to water and to have procreation. He can encourage that. He can, he can do those things. But he does not beat his sheep to get them to do something that they are not going to do. And we try that all the time with our spouses. We try to lord over them when we have no business because God is our Lord. Jesus is our Lord and Savior. So we just got to know that if we can't respect each other as human beings, as, as period, then, then we're lacking the governance that we need to be in God's kingdom. So it's imperative that we understand that in every relationship. Because like I said before, I think that there is no separation in a man or woman's life that says you have to be a mother or a father or a parent or a business owner or a disciple or it's all one. In Jesus Christ, it's all one thing. We are just a person that, that does work sometimes. And sometimes we lead and sometimes we follow. That's right. But we're always a servant. That's right. The scripture says to submit one to another in the Lord. And one of the things of it is, is this. The people that you're talking about are not kingdom people. They're, they may be Christians, whatever that is, religious Christians. There may be people um, that go to church or go around it to try to smell like it. But they have not recognized uh, you just what you just spoke about is true being born again, being born from above. Because he says when you're that, 
and you are a totally new creation. There's neither male, female, slave, free, uh, this one, that one, or the other, but we're all one. And, and when we start to work like that, then we'll start to, uh, we'll start to realize you know, who it is we are, and then we can actually start to walk into the prosperity of the kingdom of God, and then we can really understand stewardship, because what you just spoke about is true stewardship. And, and then we walk into what God has prepared for us. Yes. And trust me, what God has prepared for us blows your mind out of the water. You just can't imagine. And for me too, for businesswomen, it's like one of the things that I highly recommend people is the, to remove any precons, uh, like things that you think that this is going to be for me and my girls, or this is for me and my clique. There's always a separation. I noticed to a lot of businesswomen doesn't like to work with other women. You know, there's always that competition. Oh, well, you know, I don't, when exactly if you are doing things for the kingdom, you are a kingdom citizen. So it's never was your business anyways. It's God's business. It's Abba Father's business. And you're continuing what your family business is. And you want to begin to imagine that as I partner with Dr. Baker, I'm not going to sit here and start doing, you could say, background check and seeing is her doctorate matches my doctorate, is her business or coaching way and my coaching way. And we're completely two different entities. But there's such beauty when you combine two gifted people together and alone uh, with God because they're one with God because then when they're like-minded, like-hearted, something comes up like something will blow your minds away because god god's like businesses and ideas are it's always bigger than your neighborhood bigger than your creativity it's always involves a generational legacy and also abundance that is limitless possibility how can you calculate it and see this is the way it's gonna go this is my business it's only for my neighbor it's only for my friends and only for this how do you know all of that stuff which is you know it was hard for me too dr baker because i had a lot of background of you know business international business and mm -hmm. and i have to really sit there and move what i learned from school what i learned from training even from my clients my clients will pay me to get more educated to get more precise on what we do so that we can be more successful and yes i was lost because i thought i'm gifted that my gift it's godly so then i'm with god <laughs> that it's all god but if i don't stop and recognize who god is in every moves that i do i actually become that little g mm -hmm. you know and then begin to also dishonor the father that have given me that gift he can't take it away but then what happened when i'm blessing my business partner and my partnership sometimes it blesses the enemy and it creates destruction and and other stuff that I didn't thought it's gonna happen. Why? Because I I didn't go to the father and said, Hey Abba, this is yours. Show me how should I maneuver here. And then what happened? Because if it is God, if it's kingdom business, it should always bring life. It should be added. It's always growing. It's always transforming. So you know. So those are one of the things that I learned from my experience, and I still see women suffering in really being you know like segregated in other groups and being close-minded 
or narrow-minded, and they will always use the scripture on you and say, oh, God's A is the narrow, narrow road. It doesn't, I don't know what road are you talking about. One of the things that I think happens with most with, with uh, women and with people in business, mm -hmm. one of the things, I mean, in, um, in jobs or in business and whatever, when they go into that place, you forget who you are. And when, I mean, they, they, you for, if I forget that I'm a kingdom citizen, when I go in with a client, then I've just lost everything. Because I can't take the culture. If I, if I take the culture, I've already won. I'm not in competition. Mm -hmm. See, you can't do what I do. And if I take the culture of the kingdom in, no matter what it is that they do, it's not going to bother me. Mm -hmm. No matter how many temper tantrums, no matter how many. I, I had a, a, a client that um, I was dealing with today. In my job, my specific job, and what I'm doing, you know, like with this one, is to work on the mind and to help him and to help them Actually, I was working with a couple of them today. Help them to really think differently. And uh, I had to actually, I know this is a surprise, and I know this probably didn't sound good. I had to tell one of my clients today, shut up. <laughs> shut up. And he said, huh? I said, just <laughs> shut up. You are talking too much. You're talking nervously. And all, all of this emotion, and this is a man, okay? All of this emotion, all of this heart, and all of this love that, you're, that you have for these people, I don't care about that right now. I've got to help you to think differently. To think the way the kingdom thinks so that you can do the kingdom job. Okay? One of the things that's difficult for me to get across in the paradigm shift for the people that I coach <clears throat> is that we're taught from very young age to be competitive. Yeah. See, in, in, in competition, <laughs> there's only one prize. There may be a thousand people chasing it. But there's only ever going to be one ribbon for first place. And so it never gives people satisfaction to what their gift is. So I have to teach them to not think in a competitive way, but to think in a creative way. That's it. Because God is our creator. And we are united with him through Christ Jesus and through the church. And because of that, we are creators. And we got to know the difference between competing for something and creating something. Because if you create something, there's no competition. competition. Just like she was saying, <laughs> there's absolutely no competition. And one of the great things about creation is it lifts you above. Everybody in the world is praying for something. The 49er fans are praying that their team beats the team that they're playing. Everybody's, the team they're playing is praying that they beat the 49ers. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's natural, and I'm using that because everybody can relate to that kind of analogy, right? <laughs> but there's many other things that do exactly the same thing. There's only one prize. Only one of them is going to win. So that means either all of them got their wish, their prayers granted. Their wish. It's their or, wish. Or <laughs> what it is, is a wish. Or they all got their prayers unanswered. So th that's not the way this thing works. Um, it's just not the way that God's intentions into your life are not about competition. It's about creativeness. That's right. And so you got to raise yourself above. And when you raise yourself above into that creative realm, then there's nobody around you. That's it. To compete with. That's it. And then also, uh, you know, in a lot of this type of conversation, we're talking about, like, she laughs a lot. That used to offend me back in the day. But, you know, he needed healing, deliverance. Because then I found out that, you know, I don't think I can survive this long without people laughing right next to me, right? So, and you don't know until you try to work with other people what you're missing out. And there's such a fun, creative process when you're working with like-minded and things. And when you're open, that means you don't control the process of other people's creativity. You want to try to see, you know, how is that going to work? Like, I, I mentor a lot of young adults and you know and business people that are uh, single or divorced and and i have to like maneuver within their project and their business and then sometimes i have to really adopt to be there you could say better half that supports them or their their you know their cheerleader but then at the same time i learned such great things on working partnering with different talents different projects and then i'm just like man i, I thought my life back in the day was so amazing but it was, it was very boring. It was very competitive. And I was losing hair and I was looking older. My mom looked so younger than me, you know? And it was just so much stress that we put in our body that is not needed. Because when you're stressed out, actually it creates your creative process and your brain slows down. Mm -hmm. And then when I found out that laughter, not only is a, you know, a weapon for uh, this end times in the kingdom, but it also brings life. It brings such, you know, uh, it opens up different types of creativity in you when somebody supports you, when somebody doesn't try to block your creative process. You know, laughter, um, many years ago, the Lord let me know that my laughter would heal people. Um, but I didn't know that it would irritate so many too. So with the healing power, it brings that, you know. and. One of the things that, uh, the first time I got attacked about laughing, it was a group of black people. And uh, they wanted to know, why you laugh so much? You know, you, you, you acting like, uh, uh, I, I guess we're known for laughing. And so naturally I didn't answer that. <clears throat> and um, then the next time I got attacked, it was by some other people, white people. Because most of my clients, okay, you, you talked about yours, most of mine are middle-aged, well, most of mine are men, and wealthy men, you know, most of them are white, many of them are, um, um, some of them are coming with different nationalities and stuff like that, but they're men, and so, uh, but I've worked with people from the prison and worked with people from, you know, all different walks, and I laugh. And they say, are you laughing at me? Uh, you can take it at you or with you. But I think you need to laugh about this situation. And then God gave me women, okay, 
gave me females uh, to work with. And I find that it's really interesting. You're going to talk about, we're going to talk about females tonight. But one of the things that I find that you, you, you can run into, and I'm not saying all women, okay? Uh, this is not a women bashing. But one of the things of it is, is this, is that we try, women can try so hard to be intellectual. Now listen, listen closely to this, that you end up being stupid. Because you, you leave out, you, 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 you don't follow the instruction because I got to understand, I got to understand, I got to understand. Well, if you understood, then you'd have been doing it in the first place. And what happens is, it's because of a lack of confidence and a lack of trust. Yes. If you give me what you have, given me instructions, and I just went ahead and followed them. Yes. Well, how do you know she's right? Uh, how will I know until I finish? Yes. How will I know until I finish? But I'm not going to come to you for advice unless I trust you. Do, do you understand? And so here is, here is one of the things, I mean, that's why I was saying this man was acting like a, uh, I don't know what he was acting like today, and I just had to tell him to shut up. You know, know shut up. Like. Yeah, you talk too much. You just, you, they say men don't talk that much. That's the biggest lie that ever crossed the boat. I mean, that is a big lie. Am I right? Am I right? Okay. Yeah, they can, they can just be chatty, uh, chatty Carls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, can, <laughs> they can be that, okay? And this is not a men bashing, not a women or not a men. But one of the things of it is, is this. If you're going to be, and we're talking about women, if you're going to be a female in the kingdom of God and be successful in your business, you're going to have to learn how to follow instructions. Because you're going to, if you go to someone, you're going to have to know that they're a kingdom citizen. And if you go to them, if God has sent them to you to them for the instructions, you need to follow those instructions. If you don't trust them or the kingdom God on the inside of them, then you don't need to be talking to them in the first place. You need to find someone that you can trust because mentorship, listen to this now, mentorship uh, uh, means, in, you know, Miles Monroe was one of my mentors and uh, um, so was uh, um, uh, the one that calls people stupid a lot. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mike Murdoch and uh, Vincent Anita Hosa, many different, many different people. Most of my mentors have been males. And one of the things that I learned very, very early, and then Keith Johnson, one of the things that I learned very early was this, never have a mentor that you don't trust. <clears throat> See, and that you don't know that they're a kingdom citizen. This was in the church. I mean, this is not in the world. This was in the church. Because if you don't know that, and you don't believe that they have your best interests at heart, because otherwise, what's going to happen, how stagnated are you going to be? Now I'll let you talk. Thank you. Uh -huh. <coughs> well, you I mean, I, I set you up to, to you ask did, you did, because here's, here's an unwrapping of some things. I'm only going to tell you what my experience is. I'm not going to pretend to talk for all men, and I can talk, let me tell you. Um, she's right about that. Um, <laughs> I, I am not. Leonora said, yeah, honey. Whoa, his wife said, yeah, honey, he can talk. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. 
There's women that can cook. So, I'm only going to tell you about the things that I've experienced in my life about these things because I mentor many people and I've had many mentors. I've never really had a mentor that I trusted. And one of the things I want to explain about mentors so that everybody understands is that there's a book called What They Don't Teach You in Harvard Business School. And I've forgotten the author's name. It's a recommended reading to all my people, all the people that I mentor. I recommend this book. One of the things in this book he tells us is about mentorships. Because we all can use mentorships. We all can use mentors. But mentors are human. And we don't realize that when we accept them as our mentor. We don't put them into that human position. Mm -hmm. But we have to know that that's what they are. And every single mentor that you're ever going to employ or get or follow has a period of time where he's going to teach you everything good that he knows. Everything good that he knows or she knows. Yeah. No, we're going to talk about my wife as a mentor in a little bit. It's absolutely true. The, the key thing about you being a mentor, E, is to understand that it's your job to discern when he's done teaching you all the good stuff. Because after that's done, he's going to teach you every bad habit he has. Okay, let's go to the king. Let's go. Let's go to the kingdom culture, though. See, the kingdom culture well, mentorship is very different. That's true. So, but you, you okay? So here, here's. They're fierce and cutthroat. Uh, okay. You're not going to find very many. Very few. There aren't that many. I can count on one hand through the thousands of people that I've been through through seminars, probably tens of thousands of people that I've been through in seminars, there is no kingdom mentor that is, 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 I mean, with the exception of these two here, I've never met, I've never met a mentor that was in the kingdom business. See, and, and, and this is, this is why we're talking about kingdom business, because here is something, I fear God. Amen. Okay. <clears throat> Any kingdom person walks in the fear of God. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I am not going to tell. I am afraid. And I mean fearfully afraid to tell anyone to make a step or to make an uh, 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 or suggest an investment or suggest anything unless I have spent time or heard from him for them. See, and that's the difference because in the kingdom culture, I'm not teaching you what I know. If I teach you, I mean, you know, I'm just throwing this out here so that we can discuss it. Because in the kingdom of God, I'm teaching you what the king has said. See, this is why the word of God says, study to show yourself approved unto God, not unto man. All right. And uh, that I am doing this work, I'm a workman, and I need not be ashamed. 
Why is that? Because I'm going to use the Spirit of God on the inside of me and rightly divide the word of truth. Okay? And everything that everything that I tell you, everything that I share with you as uh, this as this person of responsibility, as this uh, mentor, as this person, and I'm just using that that word because it really means, uh, uh, one that's speaking, uh, it really means ambassador. As this ambassador, then I'm only going to give you what the king says and that this business is supposed to be. So most of the time what happens is your, your kingdom job, your kingdom business, your kingdom stuff, many times what's happening is that people are not really dealing with kingdom citizens. Okay, and if you're not dealing with a kingdom citizen, then therefore, they're not going to receive kingdom understanding. But, uh, you know, and, 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 and if you don't trust the kingdom, the kingdom of God's life in me, I mean, if she gives me an instruction, if she's mentoring me on something, or, uh, well, maybe not you, but if Leonora is mentoring me on something, then... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but that's the exact moment when people have issues is when they, they when they say okay I'll take your advice but I won't take your advice but this is the person who's from the kingdom and this one isn't yeah yeah and it. so and, and, and because of that we have this this idiocy it's it's really an ignorance issue 99.9% .9 of the people that are advertising themselves as, as, as mentors, as life coaches. coaches, as business coaches, as, as all of these people that they're putting their name out in front of you don't know their butts from anything else. <laughs> they go to a program that teaches That's them it. within 10 days what to do online to say that they're a qualified accredited coach and they get a piece of paper that says they are but i would not go to them for instructions on how to polish my shoes yeah i promise you this is why i i want to tell you from my experience not from i i can't speak on apostle baker's experience or apostle maritoni's experience in these things they dealt with the with the power of God in their fear and respect for him long enough that they have the experience that's necessary to say that they can do this. I I have problems saying that I, I have experience. I am a godly man and I follow Christ to the letter as far as I can get. But I am I got some far for you. I am I know, see, I I am far from perfect. Oh, I am too. But I do seek excellence. Yeah. In everything that I do, I seek out excellence so that I can improve and be better the following minute by the hour by the day. And that's one of the things that I think makes a kingdom individual is not necessarily that they are perfect. But they seek excellence. And when, they, and when they err, when they err, when they err, boom, they, they automatically, boom, uh, automatically uh, uh, being transparent, being yeah. transparent and, yeah. and letting it be known that I, I've blown it. I blew it. I blew it on this. I blew it on this. 
you know, I moved too soon, I blew it. Because there's no shame. See, there's no shame in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. and, and in love, there's ahead. no shame yeah. in it. Yeah. So that's really good too. If you can't, like what Michael was talking about, uh, not it's hard to find a kingdom mentorship or any even kingdom people walking on earth following that you can say the kingdom citizens discipleship, uh, discipleship that yeah. God commanded us you know you you know go and make disciple that's why we're talking about this I know it's business but this is lifestyle this is what you are because there's different part of your journey and who you become and when we're talking about women I wanted to also address when women has you can say we'll say oh well you know in there's women that submit to their husband and there's women actually that don't submit to their husband. But what I'm trying to say is that when they're being mentored, sometimes I'm mentoring, I'm mentoring this wife and I'll get a call from the husband or a complaint from the husband. Why? Because my wife is no longer the same. My wife was drinking with me and partying with me. Now my wife is walking like a lady, honorable and things. And it's like, you know, so you, when, when you're dealing with kingdom people, there's when a thing with Christian people that, that yeah, 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 yeah. With kingdom people. What happened is that so what we do is we transform you and it's an automatically. And I always tell them, I said, uh, you know, to all of their family members or even our group meet, you know, or individual churches or other organization that this, all this executive look at each other, but you're not going to recognize each other in the next season and the next season. That means we're going to constantly keep growing forever and forevermore. Because that's how the kingdom works. So if you are not growing and not changing, you're still struggling with depression, loneliness, and you know, or any like what she likes to say, like stupidity or things that you she can't likes just to say, oh, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> and, you know, be mentored by like somebody that likes to say stupid. I was like, oh. you know, I'm so happy that I've been busy working. So. I didn't, you know, I don't really know what references to what they're talking about. <laughs> That's what happened when you're with the kingdom. You just come in and say, hey, I'm a servant of God. And I'm, this is what God has for Dr. Baker. This is what God has for Michael. Doesn't mean what God has for me that night. It's not going to be my message all over the place. I had traveled in South Africa and I have seen another guy that was delivering a message that was for here in California. And I can see the Africans looking at him like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, with your relationship with Mexican and white, you know, coming together. It's like, they're all Zulu people. And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, come on, oh my God. You know, I so said, this is Kingdom Ambassador. What are you doing? I be, and then he says, I've been teaching about this for years. And I said, that's a problem. That's, you don't have just one message. Exactly. The Kingdom always has a new message. There's always blueprint. For your business, for your own personal growth, for your family. And when I'm going back again to the wives is that I would love to see that women find their identity in Christ. Not with their husband, not within their own family. Because I've seen, you could say you have to have balance. I've seen family that are so close together where their identity is all one. That's not how God says mm -mm. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. But they have three different identities. Like three of us can work in the same project. But it's not all going to look like Mary Tony. It's not going to look like Michael or Dr. Baker. It's going to look like God's kingdom blueprint for that season, for that hour. So when we work again next year, oh, wow. it's going to be something completely different. Because his kingdom is aligned. God is speaking to us and saying, children, go out and show the world who I am. That I am alive. That the word of God is alive. You know, and we don't, and you know, don't quote the scripture all the time. The, script, the scripture is supposed to be used 
to the devil. Declare and decree that to the devil, to the spirit, not to one another, not to your brothers and sister. You're using the weapon the wrong way. And that's why I don't understand sometimes when people just like to quote scripture. I understand we're a teacher, but also God says you must test your spirit and my spirit that I'm speaking from God. So as the kingdom leaders too and mentors, we can mentor anyone. From atheists, anyone. You know, antichrist, anyone. Why? Because there's such power that my kingdom is bigger than your kingdom. That's it. You know? That's it. That's and it. I, I, you know, I, I deal with leaders, commanders. They say, I cannot believe I have such rest after talking to you. Why? Because I serve a king of peace. That's it. You know, because they That's might not it. get it. They might not agree it's from a woman. Because in India, in Bangladesh, they don't like when I come in and speak. But, but they come back and say, there's something that you just did that changed me and who I am. So that's, that's how you test. That's why it's important for us to grow in this kingdom citizenship of God and understand we have a king. There's only one king. And then move forward because you can't see the experience that Dr. Baker and myself sharing to you until you try it. it. So when you're listening to this every Tuesday night, Take notes. Listen to it again. Not because we're telling you what to do. We're giving you an example of a right now testimony that the kingdom of God is alive and is flourishing and is amazing. Because when me and Dr. Baker and Michael talk to people or mentor or do things the Father's business, we're actually growing too. Because the glory of God comes down from heaven here to earth and is using us <laughs> as a messenger, as a mm -hmm. funnel, and then it's passing through us. I get healed, I get saved, I get delivered, my family gets right. I don't even have to check on my mom and my sister. Why? Because they're growing with God. Because I seek ye the kingdom and everything shall be added to me. Regardless if people stole from me or done something. Yeah, it don't matter. Because it doesn't matter. Because God knows who did it and he will return that back. And I don't ask for a hundredfold. I ask for a thousandfold that's or a right. trillionfold. That's right. That's it. Yeah, because, you know, this is, you know, this is that season. It is. And the thing, here's the thing. If, you're, if, if, if your environment is not changing when you walk in it, you are not a kingdom citizen. Not one that's operating in the kingdom. Because every place, every place, he says, I have given you this territory. Every place the foot of your, your feet tread, I've given it to you. So when I go into a place, this is the reason that I end up with some of the clients that I have. Okay, they wonder, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they wonder. I mean, you know, I, I know that, I, anyway, I'm not going to go to that. Um, but here it is. It's like when you enter into this family business, when you enter into the conversation, everything gets, gets, gets moved out there, okay? This is what happens. And the thing of it is, you know the only place that it doesn't happen? With religious Christians. Yes. Mm -hmm. With religious Christians. Because you can tell them something and what happens? They burr up because they're moving in the spirit of Antichrist. Yeah. Because that's what religious Christians are. This is why the I'm, I'm telling you. And so you can get rid of it very quick. And you can get, I mean, they get offended. Really offended. Mm -hmm. uh, kingdom citizens do not get offended. 
Why is that? Because the king doesn't get offended. How can you be uh, uh, an ambassador of the king and he says, take no offense, and you say, uh, uh, excuse me, I'm going to be offended right now. Well, he says, you can't do that in my kingdom. See, this is what we don't understand. We don't understand, and we want to say, I'm not under law, I'm under grace. Well, you can be under grace all you want to, and she will put you under. Because... The whole thing of it is, is this. There is a law of the kingdom. Yes. And the law of the kingdom is obey the king. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for me to get offended. Why is that? Because my king said don't do it. Do you understand? It's impossible for me to get angry with somebody and stay angry. Why? Because my king said don't do it. I'm not going to let the sun go down on it. And most of the time, the sun is down all over the world. <laughs> do, do, do you understand? So I can't handle that for a minute because I understand. Half the time, it's always down. I, I understand how, how it thinks. But you, you test yourself. You check out yourself. You check out how it is that you are. If you're not going in and changing the environment. I had a situation today, and then I'll let you talk. I mean, you know, I'll pass it on to you. But listen to this. I had a situation that happened today. It was the son of a very wealthy man. And um, here's an interesting thing. The father wants to do something for the son, but the son does not want him to do it because the son thinks there might be repercussions. Okay? And in the past, it has been. And as I spoke to the son, I'm saying to him, I'm listening to him, and when I finished listening to him, I, what, 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 what I received for him was, this is what you're going to do. Number one, I'm going to call your father. And as I call your father, I'm going to talk to your father and find out right where he is. The father started talking, talking, talking. I said, would you please be quiet? In other words, shut up. Okay? Now, we're talking about this multi-billionaire, you know, and, and he, said, he said, yeah, but I said, uh, 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 be quiet, be quiet. I don't have that long to talk to you, so I have to finish this quick. So after I told him what I had to tell him, he says, you know what? He says, what you're telling me is amazing. And I said, okay, I'm going to hang up from talking to you. I'm going to call your son, and he's going to call you. I hung up from talking to him. I called his son, and I said, this is what your father wants to do for you. And he goes on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, this is what your father wants to do for you. Do you want to take care of this on your own, or do you want your father to help you? Yeah, but I said, no. You will call him, and you will let him know Dr. Baker told you to call him. And these are the words that you will say, and it will change the atmosphere. Now see, this is where it is. I'm giving you exactly this. You say, you sound like you're just bossy. No, I'm speaking from the Spirit because if he followed the words that God gave me to give him, God promised me something. If, you, if the people do what I give you to give them to do, I will make them whole. Mm -hmm. He said, okay. He called his father, told him, Dr. Baker told me to call you. 
and to tell you that yes, I appreciate this and I and 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 I appreciate what it is you've done. They talk for a half an hour or maybe longer, and I get this email from them and saying how this thing has worked out and how great it is. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, what was that? Because the atmosphere changed because he followed the instruction. He had followed the instructions that the king gave, even though he's just a baby uh, a believer, but it did not matter. He followed the instructions without even knowing what the consequences were going to be, but he took the kingdom words and he did what the king said to do, not what Dr. Baker said to do. And so everything changed. And I got all of this email and email. And I'm thinking, <clears throat> what is this? And uh, uh, I read the one word that was important. Thank you. That's it. Okay. But see, here's, you know, the rest of it didn't matter to me. Uh, um, uh, but, but here's the problem. The thing is, is this, is that we're not used to kingdom authority. And what happens is this. If you give me, if you say the king said this. And I go ahead and I repeat what the king says. The king's power and the king's authority is what's going to change the environment. It's not me. It's called obedience. I mean, that's the only thing that God has ever required to give us everything that we have is obedience. From day one, you know, don't eat of, and they did, so the consequences. The, it, it, it is the absolute obedience that we need to take in consideration when we talk to each other mm -hmm. um, to what I call the grace, which is there. there's a hierarchy to grace, just like there's a hierarchy yes. to the law, just like there's a hierarchy to a kingdom, just like there's a hierarchy to everything. Um, grace isn't just this one little thing that says, okay, now you're going to live eternally. No, there, there's, there's a lot in grace. And we need to go and learn what that is that's in there. But when it comes, I, I would like to get us back into that track of women, because like you said, um, men and women are inherently different. Okay, I'm gonna say it. They are different. And I'm talking from experience. Scientifically, their brain is different. Women want their temperament. It's yeah. a temper. It depends women, on the temperament. When, when, a, a, when a woman wants a husband, they're looking for security in that husband. Amen. Don't go there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, the wife. <laughs> so a friend of mine comes to me and he says, "Mike, I'm having man. I just you know they've been married shortly, about two years. They have a baby." And they're going through all of this stuff, and he loads all of it down on me. And he goes, what do I do? And I go, well, first of all, you have to understand what she's about. You can't ignore that. And what she's about, if she is, 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 more, is, is a woman, what she's about is security. She doesn't want to have to wonder where the next morsel of bread is coming from. She doesn't want to have to dig down into her savings account because you didn't get a paycheck that week. These are things that are important to women, especially when they're married to a man. And well, that's better. The only thing they could better be married to. 
Absolutely. That's correct. I didn't mean that facetiously. I, I had no intentions of bringing the social atmosphere into it. I didn't mean none of that. But, but men don't think that way. Men think, I'm going to be, I'm going to take this risk. I might forsake something today for something better tomorrow. The right kind of man evaluates the risk. And he discerns whether that risk is large enough to take the risk or let's forget about the risk. Because as kingdom business people, our responsibility to everybody that's around us and with us and everything that's in, in the business is to mitigate the risk. Mm -hmm. we're, we're there to take risk for people that won't take risk. But we have to mitigate that so that it's the absolute minimum with the most return. And the same thing with a marriage for a man. He has to mitigate that risk of forsaking that check, losing his wife because she didn't have a paycheck to buy groceries or, or milk for the baby. We've got to understand those type of differences between man and a woman individually. Now, when it comes to business, there, there is a relationship that's exactly the same, but a woman in business, <clears throat> calculating, definitive, takes major steps, mm -hmm. major steps, but she doesn't do it until she's okay to take that step, which means she's going to, like you said, analyze it to death. But when she finally makes a decision, bam, there it is. A man, on the other hand, is going to take a risk. He may not tell anybody he's taking that risk, and he's always going to overstep. And he's going to step too quickly. Okay. <clears throat> I want to throw something out to you. Okay. We're going to talk about, and we're going to get into this on our next week thing. Too. Okay. But we're talking about one of the things that we can sometimes discard when we generalize like that. Okay. I am, and I, I do temperaments. Okay, five temperaments. There's the sanguine, supine, melancholy, phlegmatic, and um, caloric. And I found, even when I was in school and when people teach and all of this, men are like this and women are like this. And so for a while, I really thought there was something wrong with me because the way that God made me and created me in my temperament, I am one that responds many times, acts and responds as people say men do. Okay. And so in this, this is the, that's the way the world is because that's the, 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 the world is. But when you're in the kingdom of God, your temperament, the temperament traits 
spirit, soul, body, control, inclusion, and affection in you makes these different things so that uh, as he made it so that men and women would be one another's helpmeets, okay? And in that, in many times that strength that a man could have uh, or as, as the world said he should have um, actually comes through his helpmeet which is his wife that has those uh, 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 abilities, which that's the, re that's the thing for one, okay, uh, 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 in that. And security, I agree with you on this, security can be more than just finances. It's secure, uh, okay, when I was married in the Lord, forget all them other marriages, okay. But when, <laughs> when, when, when I was married in the Lord, okay, I, the security for me would have been, there's something this mic is not doing any. Uh, it's on. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can hear it. Okay. Uh, I don't want your mic. <laughs> okay. When I, when I was, when, when I was married in the Lord, the security for me was this man being able to do the research. Okay. Because I wasn't, that I didn't like doing research. His doing these things, and then as I do these things, that was security because I knew that we had each other's back because I was stronger at one thing than the other. But the thing that happened was the insecurity because it seemed as if I were doing the parts that should have been for the man because I was the doctor, I was the real estate broker, I was the entrepreneur, I was this, 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 and I enjoyed it, but the security was having someone to do these other things and work and, and to be able to throw this thing back and forth. But it would, uh, for someone to earn a paycheck for me would have been, that, that didn't matter. That, that, that part didn't matter. I mean, you, you know, that one didn't matter. So in the world system and, and, and the way most people are, are told to think, what it is that I believe that we have to realize is this, in the uniqueness of how God made us, it will create a part. And when we try to, here's one of the things that I see that happens, and you speak into this also, is that we try to conform to a picture that the new creation in Christ does not give us. Okay, so can I address that? Go ahead. Because I think everybody's had the, the tests. No, they haven't had this. They haven't had the five temperaments and they haven't had the three areas. The fours, the four no, uh, emotions that, or anything no, like no, well, no, They no, all know about I it. I ain't talking about that mess. No, no I know. That's garbage. I'm just addressing it. Right, okay, okay. Because okay. there's something that needs to be said about it that, it, that talks, that's, specifically addresses what you're talking about okay because in the in the in the in the temperament that god made us there's five and it's inclusion control and affection it's a spirit it's the spirit of god in so us let's, that, let's that talk about those back. five it's okay it, it's about those five so and the combinations gonna, of them and here's here's what here's what society does okay okay this is what society does assigns you one of them yeah. It assigns you one of them. And because you're assigned that, you feel obligated to be that. Yeah. 
The true kingdom disciple is a balance of all five. Mm -hmm. Because in your, in your lifetime, you're going to be this temperament. Later on in your lifetime, you're going to be this temperament. And you don't even know that you changed. Your weaknesses from your strengths. And so the kingdom individual, because he's a new creation, has a balance of all five of these. And that's the person I'm talking about. And that's when you know you're living. That's the person that gets the benefit of the kingdom blessing mm -hmm. and the understanding of who God is in their life. And that's the person that can relate to anybody on this planet without being offended, mm -hmm. without laughing, without uh, you know, showing these weird emotions that, that obviously show this person. Because the last thing that we want to do as a kingdom individual is offend somebody else. No, we let the word of God do that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And I know, um, you know, and the most important thing is that, you know, for women is to not over controlling, like what he was saying, don't pick one and not overly emotion. You have to, if let's say that you're at work, you're making a decision, you want to make sure to remove that and step outside of it. And you have to all, sometimes people, it's, especially when it's hard for me to do that. You know, especially if it has something to do, you could say, like, you're bringing money for the kids or other things. You want to really disconnect yourself. And if you have to imagine that you're not even part of that, you have to make sure that you are clear-minded to get what is from heaven. Because that's the only way you can get out of that problem, that crisis, or to even get out of that hump or that you can stagnate. You stagnant. That means something, even if you're in a kingdom, if you stagnant, God is allowing it to happen it. because something is missing, especially if you're going to a next level of his glory. He's waiting for you to say, hey, Michael, your season with me has ended because I have to make this seat available for the next person. That could be Dr. Baker. That could be Anne. That could be Nancy. That could be anyone. I don't know it, but I have to be open mm -hmm. and not saying, hmm. I love Crystal, you know. I pray Crystal gonna be there. And what's gonna happen is that you're placing somebody outside their call mm. and now putting them in that seat. So yeah, you you literally birth the business for God kingdomly and now it's flourishing and then now you're stagnant mm. because your heart already, the choice in your mind, your heart was already off. Mm. Regardless if you say, oh, the, you know, I, I'm all for God. I always ask God. But the moment you made a choice that I'm going to, I love something, I'm going to do this, and you move God out of it, God is a gentleman. He's not going to force you because he gave us will. So we have to, again, cleanse that and say, because, or else he will allow you keep putting crystal. And then what happened? Your relationship, something that's going to happen because she He's didn't, you, because you, mm -hmm. cause that's your God now. Or yourself is your God. But anything outside of God is not God. It's not kingdom. It's witchcraft. I keep saying to people, it's witchcraft. Everything outside the kingdom of God is witchcraft. Because you have to stay in this alignment with God. Like what, he, what she was saying. Kingdom has king. It's Jesus. That's it. I can't. I'm an apostle. I'm not chief apostle. Jesus is. That's right. You know. But when I go travel there, I'm an advisor. And then I used to be an executive coach. But then when I learn more about the kingdom, God says, 
you know, I cried about it when Jesus says, you know, you have to be a life coach. And I said, man, that's downgrade, you know, with my resume and all this. Then my mom said, you lost your mind, you know, get, get back as a CFO, what's happening? You know, and I said, you know, because I, I knew that I got to the top and what they sold me was mm -hmm. not, I thought it was going to make me happy. There was something missing. And mm -hmm. I am teaching this to you from a single woman. And I know because there's majority single woman. In, and even when you're married, you have to be filled inside because the inner part will affect what's the outer decision that you have for business. And, you know, that will be my, my advice because I, I have to jump out and I have a very important call. Uh, do we have any questions before we... Uh any questions? Oh, okay. Any quick questions? Are you talking about wholeness? Like when you talk about human business, like starting from a place of wholeness? Yes, starting from the place of wholeness. Because kingdom business, also, if you don't know what wholeness look like, you can step out of faith and then just follow what we have taught you in the beginning, part one and two, to repent. Cleanse everything, say, Abba, I'm all yours. I'm fully surrendered. Whether you're a baby Christian or you're, you're being in church. And wholeness means obedience. Yeah, and then you obey God. And then you just take that one step at a time. Yeah, wholeness is just like no agenda, no nothing. You just all the way surrender to God. That means follow. And then once you receive the message, you follow that exactly. So you can see the fullness. So if God gave you three things and you only did half, you will only see half of the fruit. And then so, you know, you won't get the full pie. You'll get a sample, you know, from Costco. <laughs> you know, you want to own Costco. That's and right. That's what we're trying to say. Right. You know, Sometimes we don't you want you to see any fruit. Oh, yes. Sometimes <laughs> you won't see any, any fruit. Yeah. That's right. So. Yeah. Uh, that's most of the time you won't. You had a question? Oh, okay. Anyone else? What are the five, five temperaments? Uh, sangui <clears throat> sanguine, supine, caloric, melancholy, and phlegmatic. And you can only, th those are, all five of those are only through the word of God. I can, uh, on my program, Helpful Temperament Moments, I'm talking about that, and all of those are in the word of God. And it's in three different areas. Control, which is the spirit. Um, inclusion, which is social orientation and intellect which is the soul, that's the mind, the will, the emotions, and then um, the area of affection, um, not infection, affection, <laughs> which, which is uh, uh, the body. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? I know that there was a question last, uh, like a couple of days ago. Um, I think they were watching on, and they're asking, what happened if my, what happened if my husband is so stuck with the academia, you know, and they're not really following the call of God? And, you know, and I just want um, to answer that question is that you can't force your husband That's to right. follow the will of God because we are a separate entity. So if I was married with him, this is the son of God and I'm the son of God too as well. We both have different calling, but when we merge as marriage that's a separate calling as well mm -hmm. so if he's not he's not ready god has to you can say reveal those things and you all you can do is pray him to see it but god will not force him say him himself to him and 
God does not want him to, you could say, come to the altar halfway. Mm-hmm. He has to choose God. And that's the same thing with your children. That's the same thing with your your employee, your assistant, or your mentee. You can't force them to see God. You just have to be the kingdom citizen <coughs> and trust God in you and keep focusing and seeking the kingdom. And then everything around you will be infected with that kingdom citizenship. And as, you, and as you, you see it, you start to see them as God sees them. Mm-hmm. You can't keep seeing them as you see them because you will see them through your eyes of criticism and you see him uh, walking in that. And it's not your job to tell him, it's not your job to talk about it, it's your job to see. And I'm getting something from the Holy Spirit right now that also if, <laughs> I guess that person is not really in the kingdom because what happened is that you will hear from the king mm-hmm. how to speak life in the declare and decree who really your husband is. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a man of God. He's this and he's that, whatever the call. And you begin to agree with God with that. So that frustration again and the offense, oh, he's not doing it. Why is that, you know? Even in your, uh, I've hired in, you know, we have like a multi-billion dollar businesses that I I had to hire somebody that wasn't, that had record in jail and things like that. But God told me to hire this young man and mentored him. And he was a, you know, he played football because the society where he was in, you could say, in the East Coast, mm-hmm. that African-American male, black, you know, black actually does football. And he became professional, but he was, you can see he was never happy. But the moment I mentored him, I found out that he was the, the most talented person in there. Not only he was the best fit for the company, without me, it, you know, judging his background of he got in a fight, he, you know, went to jail and things like that giving him an opportunity what the king is telling me to do. And then I started to see, wow, this young man, actually his call is not in church, but his call is in a marketplace, That's right. but he's doing it. So as he create and do songs and artists and things, those are bringing heaven to earth. So when he finally find his call, he became to, you could say, go from glory to glory. And he even found out that he loves sport, but it's not really for him. He's more free now than ever. And until we can start to see, until we can start to see things in people as God sees them, you can't change an atmosphere. You cannot. When you see the problem, when you see the when you see the person, and when you see what they're doing, you're on. Uh, you're you're walking and you're living in the flesh. You're not living in the spirit. But when you start to see who God says they are, uh, what it is that the Word of God says about them then you can walk through all of those things and ignore all that other stuff because uh, the word of God, if the word of God is in you, it's alive and it's alive and it's growing and, and all of that. Your la- last word, because she's going to have to go to a meeting. And, <coughs> and we will have you back next week. And actually, we may even have your wife to... Uh, to really, show the real mentor. Yeah, to show, yeah, to show the real mentor. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, last words. Um, we were talking about kingdom wealth. And the last word I guess I have for everybody is just, you know what? Um, there are a lot of rich people in the world. Um, and rich people get to spend money however they want. But there's very few wealthy people in the world. And that's what we're going to talk about. And that's what we're talking about, is the wealthy people, their great-great-grandchildren get to spend money any way they want. 
and 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 on and beyond and beyond. So. Legacy. It's all about legacy. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna we're we're going to um, uh, talk about that. We're gonna actually break this thing down as to how you can start to walk through prosperity, walk into prosperity, and walk through prosperity so that you can eventually get into wealth. So that when you get into wealth, money never touches your hands. Yeah. It never touches you. It's so, it's, it just, it's a pass-through. You're a distributor. Because what you do is you, do, you, you receive the money and you give it for the cause of the kingdom. And what we will, let, let's, let's remind me to talk about that. Let, remind us to really talk about that okay. next week. Okay? All right. You want to end us in prayer? And she said less, Michael said, more than anybody tonight. Maybe I did. But yes. Whatever. Well, um, and then while I do the closing prayer, and feel free to go ahead and start doing your offering. And for those that want to do offering online, we also have Zill, right? And it should be... Um, we're gonna have the uh, information for you online. So, um, uh -huh. so see, Maritonia, get on, y'all. They're lagging. At mteminc.org. So again, that's offerings at mteminc.org. Org. So, Heavenly Fathers, we come before you. We are so grateful, God, and honored to be here with you, God, with no agenda but your agenda. So, Father, I pray such blessing for those that are going to um, do offering today, God, even uh, for those that are planning to uh, do offering online, God. So, Father, I pray that you multiply your blessing, God, because they're sowing the seed into good grounds, God, for your kingdom, God, to expand like never before, God. And, Father, I pray that you bless not only Dr. Baker, God, but Michael Hill and myself and Leonora for the next move of God that you Hallelujah. have here in California, in the United States, and all over the world, God. Yes. Let this be, God, recorded in heaven, God, and what we're doing right now, God. And I pray such healing to those that are listening. Here. Father, I pray for such clarity. And Father, I pray that you Hold it up. Hold it up. go ahead and um, show us like who you are in us, God. Father, I pray that you begin to bring clarity of all of our questions, Father. I even pray for signs, wonders, and miracles to every individual that's here right now, God, and for those that are listening, so that they begin to be on all on you, God. And I pray fear of God to fall upon them, Hallelujah. God, because that's the only fear that we need, God, is you. And Father, I pray that trust, God, to our God, be built in us, God. So, Father, we pray such repentance, God, for sins, and we release all offense, God, and even things that we don't yes, understand, yes, even things that we just heard today that it's kind of, it's we're not used to hearing, God, or way of hearing it, God. Father, we release it to you, God, and I break every, every religious mindset, God, every even... Um, uh, false teaching of any academia, God. We break even false teaching from family and friends, God. Because, Father, we want everyone to be awakened like, like never before. So, Father, Hallelujah. touch us like never before. Let your fire and glory fall on us today, God. Even the people that is listening and watching, God, that they will feel your fire. 
fire, fire from above, God. The highest form of fire from heaven, God. Your blue fire, God. Hallelujah. That nothing is going to just can say that it's not of you, God. So, Father, I thank you for the shortcut. I thank you for the expedite process of our Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. We are life to it, God. Father, I thank you that they get to dream big with you, God. They get to build for your kingdom, God. And they can even love for your kingdom, God, like never before. So, Father, I thank you so much for opening and quickening their spirit, their mind, and their soul right now in the name of Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus over them for all that's listening and watching that's here right now and the one that is passing through this area, God. So, Father, I thank you, God. We give you permission, God, in your kingdom yes, yes, to rule yes, us, yes, God, yes, like yes. never before, God. Yes, Show yes, us how yes. to obey and follow and submit to you, God. Yes. Thank you, God, for speaking the truth tonight, God. So, Father, I pray, God, that there will be many testimony, God, that we will such bless one another and impact our atmosphere and our neighborhood in the city and country and nation and people and leaders that we ever ever speak to or encounter god and i pray all of this in the mighty name of jesus amen amen, amen. amen. hallelujah hallelujah glory to god glory to god glory to god and we want to thank you for joining us on the tell it on the really tell it like it is telling it real like it is that's right. Yeah, yes. something like that. Anyway, uh, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. And the Lord give you his shalom. Uh, and just walk in that blessing. Walk in that wholeness. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.